I'm Cody Schneider. This is the In The Pit Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Swell AI. Swell helps marketing teams create clips, write blogs, make social posts. Basically, any type of content you're trying to create, Swell can help. Give Swell source material and minutes later have all the content you need for a week. Go to swellai.com to get started for free. Let's start today's episode. Kobe, what up? How are you doing, Cody? I'm good, man. How's your world? I'm good, man. I'm honestly so hungover. We had day night last night and got a got a bottle of wine, and I, it was a poor decision. So, <laughs> feeling it. it. Wait, Cody, are you in SF? Dude, I'm in SF for like one more week. I leave all on the 27th, and then um, flying to freaking Latin America. I'm so fucking hyped. Oh hell yeah! Where are you going? Starting in Colombia, and then I think I might go to Mexico City, and then I don't know about after that, man. We'll see. I love it, man. I love it. That's sick. Why? Why are you leaving? Are you? Are you? Did you? Is your rent done in SF? Or yeah, rent's done in SF. No, no, no. I'm leaving my spot, dude. I'll show you my Airbnb later. It's fucking insane. But yeah, no, I'm just tired of San Francisco, man. I've been here for four years. Cities, done city stuff. I shouldn't say on a recorded atmosphere, but yeah, I'm I'm ready for a change. Is what I is what is what I'll say, man. No, I feel that, brother. I feel that. That's kind of why we I, ended up in Denver, but I think we're, we're, I'm getting itchy feet. We're going to start traveling like come yeah. this new year. So yeah. dude, calm down. Yeah. I, I think it's a good place to build. This is, I, I, I keep thinking about this. Like why, why do we live in like one of the most expensive places in the world? And we're like, this is the best place to be capital efficient and to like say, like to be scrappy and to like build a huge thing. I'm like, I'm kind of like, how, how do I go down South and live way cheaper than in a freaking 3000 a month apartment and just like save money and build shit. And yeah. Anyways, I I think it jumpstarts your career. Like if I was young again, I would go out there in a park. Yeah. Right. And cause it's just like, it's an easy way to like build that foundation. And then suddenly Mm -hmm. it's like, you get to this tipping point and like your, your newsletter is an example of this or like all of the things that you built where it's like, okay, cool. Like now I have reputation. And like, <laughs> I can be wherever the, the the geography is less important. So anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Like I'm a, I'm an SF tech worker now, you know, and like that <laughs> that that's gonna stay even if I leave. Totally. So yeah, you also just understand how the ecosystem works in a different way. But anyway, um, what's well, sweet, brother? Cold email. I get so many questions about this. I imagine you do too. And I just wanted to basically hear what you're seeing work, and I'll tell you what we're seeing. We're trying to. I'm trying to land like a hundred thousand emails and in inboxes right now. I think we're doing about 50,000, but is that a month? month? Yeah. Yeah. 50,000 a month. And then just yes. trying to scale that up. But are you guys still doing a ton of cold email or what's that looking like? Shit. I think we're doing like 400,000. <laughs> Tom is, Tom has just pulled a report for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. actually I, insane. How many? <laughs> this is one. Like, okay, what we do is like, we, we clean it like money, you know, yeah. where we, we, we started small and we just like kept building it bigger and bigger and bigger and just like adding people to it. So once they like, once they engage with it and open and start clicking and you like, you weed out all of the bad emails and you just add more on top. And yep. it's just like this continuous cycle of like, is this take the, the bad ones out or what's the, yeah, 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 yeah. but the, it's, 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 the newsletters all came from cold, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, all these podcasts, I, so this podcast, I have a lit that newsletter is like 5,000 people right now. It's all seed and hay founders. So like this will go out to them. Nice. (laughs) I'm growing it like four to 5,000 new subs a month. And it's that same thing, right? It's like literally just like adding them, providing content for them to Mm -hmm. like learn about growth stuff. And that's the whole strategy, right? So it's the same thing applied, but 
So, so you what? You probably have like a hundred thousand subs. Then you're doing four email or doing an email a week, that type of thing on the on the newsletter side. Or I think we're doing like two a week now. Honestly, a little heavy, but uh, yeah, something like that. I love it, man. That's insane. So, a question I always get at, like, there's I, I, maybe let's just define like the different types of like cold email, and honestly, there's just the different types of email and how it fits into all of like just marketing. Yeah. So I feel like there's so there's cold email. <laughs> Where it's like I'm sending from like a Gmail or one like a a, a we'll say it, like a Microsoft account, right? Like an Omni or whatever. And that is like I'm using like instantly AI right now and really liking it, just because you have unlimited aliases, so you can be warming constantly. So yeah. there's that. There's this other thing that we we were just talking about, where it's like okay, I have a newsletter, and then there's like cold email where it's like very high touch, like an SDR or a B, you know an AE, basically you know doing research and trying to build relationships. And then I think there's this whole, yeah, I, I think that's probably the majority of the time it's those three things. Are there any others that you think about or like you're focused on? Um, not really, right? It's like we you you either have like an SDR person that's like going through people. You are either like building up like a central newsletter, which just starts with like cold cold or you're like running it through some sort of like automated sequencing i think what's really interesting is what becomes like the value of the sdr a sales rep when you're just like trying to sequence people is something we've been like working through really heavily with rupa is um like is 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 what like is the value of having a human in the mix like actually worth the salary uh which which is like a sincere question because we're able to like automate so much of the process now, you know, 100%. where the email goes out automated, even like the phone calls, if you're, if you're like cold calling them and like, like B2B sales motion, you can like, you can use bulk dialers. You can use like automatic voicemails where you just like press the button and it like leaves the voicemail. So it's using for the voicemail one. That was something that in the past I was looking at, but just couldn't figure out a solution then. I lo- yeah. Pure transparency, we're trying to get that set up. Like we're, I guess, how much can I say? If anyone's looking for a role, we're hiring for RevOps right now. So like we've, <laughs> we've, hit, we've hit this like critical, this critical point in our company where we like have so many sales reps and just like all of these different sales processes. And it's like, how do we connect the, the cold email plus the phone calling, plus the voicemails, plus the text messages. We send out like handwritten notes. So like we have like all these like processes that are part of our sequence. And then, like, how do we tie these together to get metrics for them? Like, yep. how do we know Are what you our having them DMs at all, or what's the what's the oh, like? No, we're just on, on what platform? We're we're just starting just we're, anywhere. We're, yeah. I, so I've just been testing this recently, specifically on Twitter. It's been ridiculous, Kobe. So like, I swear to God, like having this having followers is one of the craziest growth hacks on Twitter because mm-hmm. like you DM people and like almost every time you get a response because it's like a larger account. And so then I'm, then I'm thinking like, okay, well, like, how do I, how do I get every SDR or like every person at my company to like, yeah, basically have a larger account. So this is something we, like at one point we were tossing around was like, could you build a solution where it's like, okay, we make a Twitter account for like every one of our SDRs, we automate the posting that's happening on there. And then like a marketing person or growth person is basically like managing that. It could be even just like a, you know, an EA, right? Just wait, but Cody, are you? Are you doing that yourself right now? Like you're what? messaging your followers as they follow you? So I I don't have an auto, like I, I did a test initially uh, with one of those like auto whatever senders. Yeah. Um, and it was like, join my newsletter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy response rate. 
what this was was like finding target customer prospects and then mm -hmm. like just cold dming them and with some type of offer like hey can i make podcast clips for you or like can mm -hmm. i repurpose this webinar for you for free? Or, you know whatever that is and then the basically the strategy there is like okay cool i give them this offer like they give me some mm -hmm. media file back we go and we do this thing for them for free it's really the software that's doing it and then yeah. my call to action is like hey like this like i like i make an account for them and then I'm like, what's the email like, like for, that you want this account associated with all the contents in here. And so it, it basically creates a sign up, right? But anyway, yeah. I, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I, I'm, I'm feeling like DMs are like about to be this way bigger thing, like in the whole, especially when the account has authority. Yeah. Like, like if I was an SDR right now and I was 21, I'd be like, how the hell do I get my LinkedIn to have like 10,000 followers and like have notoriety so that when I reach out, there's like this social proof that, oh, this person is like trustworthy in that number. Mm -hmm. It's so stupid, but like, we're just, I'm just seeing it in the data that it's working. So anyway. Oh, wow. Okay. So many thoughts I want to pull on there. First of all, uh, I want to tell you about my new favorite thing. I hired this guy, shout out to a seat. I have this like little social media manager over in Bangladesh right now that is going through and basically running my Twitter account for me. It is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Like, so I've combined him with, uh, do you know the, the chat GPT for like build, build your own like chat GPT that just yeah, came out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's wild. So I took through like all of my blog posts and all of my tweets oh, and I like, nice and I put it into this chat bot. Yeah. And because like a seat barely speaks in English, but he yep. he's now using this chat bot that's trained off him? of all my. It's like five hundred bucks a month. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. yeah, a little bit more than that, but yeah, yeah. And he's he's take he ta he's taking that now, and he's like replying to people and answering DMs. He, he I haven't figured out how to get him to tweet for me yet, but like he he was going through and like following people for me, but he's basically just sitting on my account all day, just like engaging with my followers and stuff, and it's like this beautiful combo of like an assistant meets ai so anyways yep. your your dm thing got me thinking thinking of that is just like oh god dude okay so that, holy shit because you have all this public i just pulled all of my tweet data yesterday and i made it public yeah. just so it like i had people make gpts with it it was hilarious one of them was but one i can't remember the dude's name but it was anti cody schneider was the one and it was like, you basically could ask it questions and it would like all the, re like it, all the responses were just like shit posts, but the opposite, opposite of what I would say, I, it, I was dying, like playing with it. But I'm just thinking about what you just described. It's like, so anyway, this is what we're building at Swell, right? It's like, okay, I have like this corpus of knowledge of information, like a library. Yeah. And then I basically query against that to create whatever content I want. And like what you just described, like this GPT you just built is like exactly that, right? just at like this smaller scale, like, I, you know, we're trying to work with like multimedia and that type of thing. But anyways, I yeah. think this is like, like, every person is probably going to do a version of this. Because suddenly, again, to your point, like they don't have like this, it's like a coach in a way of like, here's how to run my social account for me. But now apply that to every SDR or whatever, like, oh, I've got this response from a person, how should I respond to this, like, so that I can like get a meeting set up or whatever. But anyway, Oh my, okay, so I finally come to the dark side of this whole AI content wars, Cody. I, I don't know, I just had a revelation like two weeks ago. AI is better than 99.9% .9 of humans at writing. Like, 100%. like, you might be smart, you might know things that isn't public knowledge, but you are not a good writer. Like, like there's maybe 
three people who will ever listen to this that are like a better writer than GPT. And just the, the fact of the matter is, is like it can know so much more than you. And it, it is so much more of a stronger, more engaging writer. And once you can start training it and giving it personality, so the personality matches what you want to see, it's just going to create better content. Yes. So we've, we, I've, I've broken down, we're starting to introduce AI into, into all of our content and stuff. It, yeah. We're still, we're still, we're still pulling in experts who are going to like yes. create like thought yes. leadership pieces, but all of the like SEO questions of like, okay, someone's searching for like optimal TSH levels. How do I create like the best fucking like article that's like everything you could possibly want to know in an engaging, like useful format. That's like, like super useful information immediately. So, and then, okay. so like the yeah. way that we're, I see this going forward, is like, cool. Like I go interview 10 mm -hmm. experts about whatever those levels are. Right. Yeah. I take those transcript files and then I'm like, cool. Now make a blog post based off of this skeleton outline, right. Mm -hmm. Or like whatever the structure is. And you have the voice, the tone, the style defined. And then suddenly it's like, I just have this output of like the best content that could exist written in the way. Cause like traditionally it's like, okay, I, I, we would go and we'd hire a writer and they would come mm -hmm. in and they'd talk about that thing. But that's just a single individual, number one. Number two is the tone the style and voice would never be right. It would never be SEO optimized. So it would actually get traffic. And so you're having to do all this layers over the top of it. But mm -hmm. if you just say, okay, expert, talk to me for 15 minutes. And I have those conversations, again, with five to 10 of them. You're going to get you know, 99.9% .9 of the nuance around that idea captured. And then be able to transform that not only in just into blog posts, but like also I can turn this into tweets. I can turn this into LinkedIn posts. I can turn this into YouTube videos. I just found this thing. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's called like VidOn or something like that. But it's it basically makes like a animated YouTube video based off of a blog post that you write. And it's like five to seven. It'll do like a five to ten minute video. So it writes a script based off of the blog post. It like has the tone and voice and then you can like change color schemes, et cetera, so that it matches the brand. But like it basically like makes this animated video and it's like they're using pre-made animations. But like, I mean, for if you're a small team, right? Like and yeah. you're not like you don't want to like you're just trying to zero to one something. I mean, all day long you could do this. But I'm thinking about it for like every piece of content that I publish, right? Like how do I make a video version of that that goes on YouTube as well? And then I have that cross like promotion that's happening. So anyway, just Cody, wait, uh, Kobe, I miss working with you just to talk about this stuff. I'm so glad we're doing this, man. Okay, Cody, Cody, have your video guys like throw this up over our faces or something, but check out our new turmeric videos by Dr. Kate. They're not actually Dr. Kate. It's an AI Dr. Kate. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, no, I, I thought that the articles were going to be the first thing that we're able to get like AI versions of. But oh it's God. it's actually the the videos, and that's that's what I'm saying. Is it just AI. a voiceover, or is it like a is no, it no, 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 no? It's her. Oh my! God. Wait, wait, like we don't we don't use her. We use it, the 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 tumor porn. It's all animations, so yeah. it's not actually her face. And yeah, look, we just got the AI to be able to do it just as good, if not better, than she can do it. And I, and this is what I was saying is once the thing, the places where AI can do it better than a human is where AI is like truly gonna win. Like all the stuff that's Uncanny Valley where it's like almost as good as a human can do it, like that's not good enough yet. Like it, it's gonna have to be better than human. But there's so much of the content right now where it's like, there's no way that Kate is gonna be able, she, and she's a doctor, like a really good fucking doctor. 
but there's there's no way that she's going to be able to know like more about turmeric than is all of the medical knowledge available currently on the internet so taking all of that putting it in her voice and then i think the thing that gives this differentiation is we're editing it so yeah. we have doctors that are going through and like the giving experts come and they curate like that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck, man. Cause it's like, okay, raw materials are the experts. Mm -hmm. All of the heavy lifting is done by the AI and the processes, some SOP that your team creates, yeah. right. For content mm -hmm. production. Yep. And then the final product is basically audited by the expert. So mm -hmm. they're only touching 10% of that, that whole process, right? It's like the initial and then the end. But everything in the middle is just like, you know, an yeah. like an average human can go and do that without any domain knowledge or expertise. I would say for medical content, it's a little bit more in depth, especially on articles because we source everything. Because yeah. the, the AI will come up with like stats and facts. Yeah, of course. And be like, of course. this is this. And, and, yeah. So we're, we're going through, we're fact checking, we're like showing, okay, where's the study? Have you heard of complexity AI this? yet? No. Um, it's basically like, it's really good. It's, it's sourcing information like that. Um, okay. It might be something for you guys to look into to basically cool. like fact check your stuff. Um, okay. Like, here's this fact, like, is it true? Mm. And like, it'll go and it'll, try to, it'll like scour the internet to try to find that. And then it will pull back actual links that like prove like yes or no on this. So oh, that's cool. I love that. Okay, yeah. thank you. I'm gonna yeah, DMs yeah. throw that up here. I'm gonna DM, and DM you about yeah. that lady. <laughs> Wild, but yeah, Cody, it's it's so freaking exciting. Yeah, I we're we're trying to add in images too. So we we have some contract designers and basically taking like charts and graphs and like layering in everything we can to make it more than just the output of whatever AI spits back to us. So we're focused like super heavy on like differentiation where. The, the editing is the differentiation, the um, prompting is differentiation, the sources are differentiation, and then like any images and visuals are, I think also like for now, differentiation. Eventually, I think the AI is going to be able to do them too. But but but, in, but currently, I think it's still like in the Uncanny Valley page space. That's totally. I think, I think that's like, I mean, all the feedback that we're getting from clients yeah. that are using, and we're starting to have like marketing teams use us now, which is like, I, I just talked to a, I talked to a marketing team of eight people last week and the VP was like, yo, why, like, why is this different than ChatGPT? Like, what's the mm -hmm. point, you know? I'm like, okay, yeah. well, like all those workflows that your team is doing right now, you can build into a template. And then you just give us like the analogy I've been using is like, we take raw oil and we turn it into gasoline, diesel, and plastics, right? And you have these like same raw materials that you can just are trying to turn into other people. Like that's all content marketing really is, right? Mm -hmm. And so we like in the con, like in the, in that meeting, the VPS that I'd say, you know, blah, 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 you can build these templates and all you do is you provide the raw materials and it spits out what you're looking for. And the junior team members, like I'm spending hours each week right now, like doing the, like I have this prompt chain that I'm doing mm -hmm. and I basically like am living in this thing. And, you know, I'm having to do this for every, every, you know, piece of content that we're generating. He's like, this is going to save me hours of time basically. And I'm like, I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, cool. Every marketing team in, in, in the U like every marketing team is going to adopt mm -hmm. some type of version of this. Like they want to build content workflows. Everybody is realizing that like they can do this now, they're just trying to figure out like what is the system to actually accomplish it. Yeah, I don't think that OpenAI is ever going to niche down on content like this. 100%. And there's a whole ecosystem of like integrations of like, okay, cool. Like the AI is really good, but like 
building out all the workflows, building out all the integrations, just like connecting to everything. There's a huge amount of stuff that can be built there. I think I'm excited for you. It's going to be cool. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean, all, with all this, we have no idea. But I, I agree. Like, I think they're going to go to the center of the bell curve. And like, what's the most interesting to me is like, you know, I have a t- say I'm an early stage company and I have a team of 10 people. Like, how can I produce more content than a Fortune 500 company? Right. And like AI is the vehicle for that. I mean, you guys are doing that. right? How big is your team right now that's like working on the content stuff? We have like 10 full time people creating content right now. Like, like, and that's not even like the contributors, like for, yeah. the, for the magazine. That's why. 100%. 100%. Has that, like, I, I mean, we totally digressed away from, from email, but I don't even care because this is way more interesting. So with something I've been thinking about a lot lately is like, like the leverage that media gives you within negotiation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we use this a lot, but like my, mm-hmm. my friends in the biotech space and we, yeah. I help them kind of zero to one a podcast. And now like. I mean, like they're basically going to PR agencies and they're like, yo, like we, like if you want us to have people on, let us know. And like also introduce us to like the companies that you're representing, like the founders, mm-hmm. you're, you know, it, it just gives you these tools. Like, are you seeing that? I guess like what types of media are you seeing the most leverage come from? Like, is it podcast? Is it YouTube? Is it webinars? Is it blog posts? Like what, what are, what, what does that look like? Oh man, that's such a good question. I think we've seen a couple different ways. So, I mean, our, our Facebook and our Instagram are really huge. So building those up initially, I don't think drove an insane amount of direct acquisition, but it definitely helped us with partnerships and like getting people to take us seriously. I think that all of the SEO and the content long-term is going to be like super good for like unit economics, like, like really cheap acquisition at scale. There's this weird thing that's happening right now that I don't even know where it comes from, where we just like exist in people's psyches now. And I, like, I think this is like the broader brands, which isn't tied back into any specific media channel, but we're, we're beginning to get like more and more like super credible doctors that like start posting about us and creating concepts around us. Like on LinkedIn, there was just this like Stanford, I want, yeah, I want to say Stanford MD that like had this post about big box medicine and like insurance versus cash pay labs and like how ridiculous the insurance model was. And that, that's just fascinating is that like we've yep. now, we've now like planted this flag around like lab testing yep. and people think lab, people think of labs and then they think of Rupa and then all any content around that. Like we're seeing that on like random Twitter people. We, we just started our Twitter, like it took us, we've been focused, but we just started our Twitter account like two weeks ago Amazing. and we started doing research like, oh, what content do we want to produce? And there's all these people making content around us already. Like people were talking about like lipid levels and heart health and shit. We just didn't even realize it, it's happening on like Reddit Holy and stuff shit, too. Kobe, this thread, I, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Ladies, this is the ultimate arsenal for age-defying vitality. 10 powerhouse supplements for lifelong well-being. It has 18,000 impressions uh, already. It's five hours old. <laughs> I don't, I, we gotta, we gotta, we're working on, I don't, I think content is a muscle and you got yep. to exercise the muscle to get it better. I, I want them to be like a little bit more scientific and factually based and a little bit farther away from the supplement, just from like a branding yep. point of view. But yeah, is is some of them pop off, man. It's wild. Like Twitter, Twitter is so good right now. I don't I literally know it's gonna I literally know clue what's gonna happen once the AI gets good enough to be able to start tweeting for people. But in the meantime, it's doing good. Totally, totally. 
so I'm curious to, yeah. Okay. There's so much there, but to, to kind of put a pin in this, the cold email thing, like the, you know, I just want to talk through like the actual structure, like how I, at least I'm doing it. And then I hear how you guys are doing it. Yeah. So like what we do is we basically like, I go finds like a directory that has all of our target ICP customers in it. A lot of the mm -hmm. times it's Apollo now, but there can be other places like Google maps, wherever. And then basically find all the emails that are associated with those people using tools like Hunter or Snow or again, Apollo. And then at that point, like using an instantly, and I've set up like 10 different aliases or 20 different aliases that are all sending like 200 emails a day from them. And that's the cold email where it's like, I'm just bulk marketing, right? It's like, I'm just trying to land emails in inboxes because it's, to me, it's an impression. So are you guys doing any of that anymore? Or is it like mainly like, I'm just trying to get them on a newsletter that it's like, a, like I, I see them over and over again. I want to say we're more targeted. Mm -hmm. So we're not sequencing everybody. Instead, we, we have, we do have like that newsletter that we just built up. Like this is all of our ICPs put into a newsletter that's receiving our content consistently. We're, we're actually focusing much more on like, how do we get our sales, our outbound sales reps focused on like much more important accounts. So, oh man, dude, I wish I could show you. We're doing this like analysis where we're tying in so much more data. So like before we, I think when you're working with us, we had like the Google plus reviews, right? Yeah. We're tying in domain age and we're tying in social media followers. We're tying in like specialty license types and we're, we're like Rain pouring stacking in. those leads based off yeah. of the public signals that you can like scrape or whatever. Mm -hmm. Scraping their website, using AI to go through it and tell us things about it. And then we're like comparing that to like our top accounts. Talk to, to me about, talk to me about, so. So scraping the, like having AI go in. So you're doing like using like a, like a scraping bee to basically pull in all the body text content from a homepage. And then like, is this person good based on these criteria that I provided, like rank, rank them out of, you know, one out of 10 or what does that look like? Yeah. Like, like tell me things about this person. Like what type of medicine do they practice? What's their specialty? What are the services that they offer? There's like certain, like, like hormone pellets. Um, we take that right and now. And now we're like populating our entire database off of all of that. And then we can segment our leads much better by like priority of like who's super important for us to go after yeah, and then nice. send our sales reps after them, like introduce like direct mail campaigns, like expand direct mail from just like a postcard to a package to like a whole freaking gift basket. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, what's really interesting is there's like a cutoff where like, can't get, oh man, I gotta figure out all the things I can say there. Anyway, like if the count is too big, then eventually we don't have features that can serve them. So like figuring out that cutoff of like, what are the data signals that is like, this is going to be a good account. And then what are the data signals that we're not going to be able to service them really well. And then using that to like hyper target the list and then sequence it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy world, man. What does that workflow look like? Do you have, is it like a marketing team member basically doing like collecting all that data, organizing it, and then they put it in a CRM and then a, you know, a BDR or a, AEs like querying over the top of it or is there, or is it way looser than that? Yeah. Shout out to my EA Natalia, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's a combination of a couple different things. Our NS team helped us with the AI piece and then yeah, Adrian plus my EA are both like going through and adding in more data and it's one of the one of the other reasons why we're hiring a RevOps and you RevOps people is that we, we need someone to come in and help us build out this database of our leads and keep it organized and update it with all the data signals and it just helps us with all of our targeting.
I love it, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right. I, we're like eight minutes over and I know you're busy. So where can people find you when they want? And also, we're going to do this like on a weekly basis. I think it's just- Yeah. Uh, subscribe to Cody's channel and you'll get more. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. All right. Kobe, I'll have you soon, man. Thank you again. We'll talk to you. Peace on me.